Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am Cheryl Glick, your host, a Reiki master teacher and medium, and author of Life is No Coincidence, The Life and Afterlife Connection, and The Living Spirit, which share stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and ways to use intuition to gather a more accurate view of life, both energetically and physically. I am delighted to welcome once again Julie Cross and Bill Johnson, authors of Book of Diaries, Messages from Heaven, which may help us to understand human and spiritual development, conscious, subconscious, and superconscious dimensions of human awareness, and the world during these changing and challenging times in human history. Hello, Julie and Bill, and thank you for joining us again on Healing from Within. Hi, Cheryl. We're glad to be here. Right, and I loved reading your book and the messages that may help our listeners to appreciate something about uh, the guides and teachers and loved ones in spirit, who they really are and were, and uh, so many challenging events that are happening right now on a continuous basis. So, Julie and Bill, listeners of Healing from Within are well aware that my guests and I share intimate personal stories and also insights into the metaphysical aspects of our dual nature or soul and mind-based or ego-based realities in order to learn more about who we are, why we are here, and how we can advance our own personal growth and evolve both spiritually, emotionally, and live our most ennobled, healthy, purposeful life. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Julie, who is a seer in the spirit since birth and in her journals, writes what Jesus and his chosen, many of the guides and teachers upstairs, have given to her to share with those who want to listen to some messages about our personal life journey and also gain a greater awareness of life in the spiritual realm. So Julie and Bill, you might remember, I like to ask this question because it's as fluid and changeable as our life is, how of a remembrance of childhood and perhaps a person or experience that made you able to understand your spiritual gifts as a clairvoyant seer and someone closely aligned to the spiritual realm. So think back for a moment. Well, um, I can think back um, when I was a little girl, uh, around the age of um, five, and my mom, who is also a medium, um, she would always, you know, get the Bible out. She'd have her set time for meditation. And even before I was five years old, she always sat me with her Mm. to meditate. And... um, and I always had a lot of questions. And I, she would ask me what I could see because I would hear and see things. As you know, as little children, how, you know, your mom and dad think that you have um, little playmates yeah. that other people can see. And the angels, well, 
I would tell her everything that I saw, and she nourished this from childhood even into my adulthood. And I'm so grateful to her for that because um, it helped me to, when there were problems um, or little episodes of experiences in my life, um, to stop and look within. And I always had talked to Jesus, and I would always look within to um, ask for direction and guidance. Well, so, what, what she also set up for you was an environment like, a healer does I as a Reiki uh, energy practitioner and medium mm -hmm. set up an environment where a person can relax and be in the energy and love of spirit and get in touch with their own inner wisdom and soul and she did that with you so she, yeah. she was giving you a great deal of training to block out a lot of the outside world which is a mm -hmm. distraction from this inner world and connection and she gave you a lot of help which was a great thing I didn't have that as a child and it took me longer mm -hmm. uh, to find my way to my innate gift uh, of energy healing and, and spiritual communication but it's okay everything happens the way it must for each of us and yes. in the time it must so let's go on to what other areas of study or work has been important to you in your everyday life? Well, for me, uh, Bill can speak for him. Uh, we both are on the same line. Um, prayer is very important to me. Um, silently and uh, always staying in, in touch with mm -hmm. God is very, you know, uh, even if there's times when things might not be going quite right, that prayer helped me to get through it. It, it gives me the faith and the confidence and the strength, the hope and the courage for whatever was in front of me. Yeah. You know, you know what I have begun to discover? Uh, I Like I'm in one big continuous uh, conversation or prayer with God all day long. Right. It's right. like it becomes very natural to talk mm -hmm. to spirit and to ask for help when you need it and to thank mm -hmm. them and be uh, gracious and, and have gratitude for for the sun, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, for the food you eat, for the people you're with, uh, all the joyous things and sometimes the frightening things to ask for help. Right. So it's become like that for me very much now in my adult mm -hmm. life, maybe not so much in my childhood life. Now, the cover of your book, uh, Book of Diaries, is, is a very beautiful cover and um, unique. So where did you get the idea for this? Well, Julie got um, a message that said our next book would be <clears throat> Book of Diaries. And uh, we were told by Moses and Jesus that the book cover would be a man and a woman walking along a path towards heaven with a cross in front of them and the uh, north star showing in the mm -hmm. distance. Yeah, in the left-hand so, left corner, I see it there. Yeah, and that we couldn't star. figure out what in the world we could do because our uh, professional services through uh, Amazon had completely stopped they had changed uh, the way they do business. So 
we were in the midst of trying to find someone else to do this. And so we finally found a lady in Oregon that uh, <clears throat> was really good. And she came up with the idea of having a Bible sit down there to be the um, um, to be the um, uh, the base, the bottom, the the surface that they were walking on, and then the path led into the cross. Yeah. Well, what I also see because I recently got a message from one of my clients. <laughs> where there were crosses all along this beautiful road like you're showing and the light. And she said to me when I read the message to her that she had had many hardships, but the path ahead was always guided by spirit for her. And I think this one cross there is showing us that no matter what the burden, the light and the walk forward into light is just guided by them by our loved ones in spirit and uh, even the shadow showing on the man in your book cover uh, the -hmm. shadow behind him shows our life is both light and some shadow or darkness and we are not to be afraid it's all as it's meant to be and I also see in your cover a face in the clouds to the right which is how it is spirit's always with us and for those of us who are calm enough and close our eyes and allow it to happen. There's so much in our inner vision to see. I also have a funny story with with your, your cover and my cover. When the editor and I were looking for designs for the cover of my first book, Life is No Coincidence, I was offered three different covers. And I looked at them and I said, mm-hmm, no, it doesn't seem right. And then I looked up on the wall in my kitchen and so uh, I have a pastel drawing that had been given to to me by a medium and spiritual artist while I had been at a workshop in Toronto. And it's the woman's face, which looks much like my mother, who's in spirit, who had passed the year before. And I heard, here is the cover for your book. Nice. So I faxed the drawing to the publisher, And every time I see the cover on that book, I am delighted because it was given to me by spirit, as yours was. And it was just so beautiful and so so peaceful and so perfect for the work we're doing. So now let's go Mm -hmm. on to describe the layout of your book that you received in messages, how the book is set up. Tell us something about that. Okay. Um, inside the cover, uh, they did tell us to put a picture of the tree of life. That's what you see when you open it up. Mm-hmm. And the book is laid out first. It's, um, it has, has to do with creation, how, um, God created the world. And that first chapter is a tough one. It's hard to read. I, I still don't know some of the, Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I like 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 something that's a little uh, challenging, not too easy, because anything too easy is not really that desirable. We have to put a little effort. Yeah, that's great. And I caution people in the beginning, don't give up on the first chapter. The next one's a lot easier. So it goes into the stories of of, um, prophets and 
like Abraham and Moses. And then it goes into Jesus's era, which uh, in, uh, includes the apostles and the prophets. And what I did was I couldn't figure out actually how to lay this out. I'm the guy that lays these out. And I kept asking for, for guidance because we were getting all the messages. And so we were told in a roundabout way to put all the messages that we receive about this in the back of the book mm-hmm. and then take excerpts of the me- messages and put them into the front under the different topics like the apostles and prophets and, uh, you know, the chosen and then uh, for the um, uh, God's creation, the beginning of the world and so on. So that made it a lot easier. I knew that the back half of the book would be all the messages and I would just put them in uh, in order of uh, which prophet spoke first, and or which apostle or Jesus. Jesus, I put in the very back. He, I let him close everything out. <laughs> all right, all right. So it's nice to have a publisher and an intuitive publisher at home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let us let us have any. Um, prophecies that you can share with us now from the end of the book and tell us what you believe God expects of us now well let me say first is that um, the most beautiful part of this entire book for me is working so closely with uh, the masters with Jesus and the apostles and Moses my um my teacher, my everything. And um, it's nice to be able to see them gather here at our home and, and circle us with all this light and this beautiful knowledge of heaven. And the messages um, in the very back of the book uh, are inspiring. Um, they're written with... Um, I guess, I, how can I say it? Um, they give a person... Um, it's a lot of insight. A lot, Yeah, a lot of insight. And we, get, we also give, and it was given inspirationally, the insight to what either Jesus was talking about and um, Moses, Joseph. I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the messages had to do with uh, uh, Mary Magdalene. And... They always said that she was a prostitute and stuff like that in the, in the Bible or, you know, gave the hint of that. Well, we got the real story on it. And what it was was Mary Magdalene was a, a young girl, maybe 12 or so, and they went into town to buy goods. Well, she was left there by the wagon while um, whoever, her parent, went in to buy the goods. And two men took her and molested her. Mm. And and so the word got out that she got molested, then it, it uh, kept going until later on the rumor was she was a prostitute, which she actually wasn't. Of so this not. is how yeah. the biblical rumors get started. And insights into different things like Mary and Joseph as they were traveling uh, it told us that the Essenes were taking care of them. Mm. And the Essenes were a big thing in these books. 
Yes. In, in uh, writing. Uh, I've learned it. about the Essenes, and they were very prevalent in the life, even before Jesus, and in the lives of mm-hmm. the apostles. Not much has been written about the Essenes in present biblical history. No. But I, I know them to be a mystical group of healers mm-hmm. and, and who believed in angels and the afterlife. And uh, uh, they were sort of a, a little um, sect of uh, the Jewish religion. Uh, they, uh, how can I say? Uh, well, they, the apostle Matthew heard Jesus say, each day that we awaken to see the sunrise, give thanks to God for the blessings for awakening. And so Jesus' words were like a deliverance of love, hope, and strength for all. They, you know, not in so much the religious way as in the most beautiful way of enjoying life and the beauty of nature and the goodness of people. That's what the Essenes were all about. So I, I, I kind of love that. Um, that you talked about the Essenes and his connection to them because uh, Mary, his mother, was an Essene. She was taken at three years old and raised in that kind of mystical tradition and love from the heart and healing from the heart and connection on a personal level to spirit, which you're following in receiving the messages and which I follow also. So... I did want now, to... I want to say, yeah. I want to say this about Moses. Um, the Essenes, all the way from Moses on up, to, uh, even to Abraham, but Moses, uh, they gave him a book of the Essenes, and he used to go up on the mountain and read that before... Oh, I know, didn't when, know it was that far. I thought it started around yeah, the time. No. Jesus, yeah. it's way and before. Oh. They, they have been There's around a for a long time, and Julie holy. got... Julie got a picture. Uh, well, in her mind, she had to, she saw it. Moses yeah. showed her the actual book, and uh, you know the book cover, and it was an um, embossed uh, circle and triangle, mm-hmm. and uh, the book cover was uh, was, um, was leather, but it it had some inscriptions. I can't remember what it was, but uh, they gave him that. He, he somehow he acquired it and he started reading it, and that's really how he started on his way going into towns. And there's people with him too. Went to different towns and telling them about uh, uh, the Christ is coming and telling them about feelings and about you know their fears. A really fearful time. Oh, back in I those didn't days. know that about Moses. So, oh, it's so... just a lot of things in here. So why were the Jewish people so afraid when Jesus came? And he was well, o- not, already prophesied about from well, Moses. All the, all the way through, the kingdoms were, were greedy, and they were basically tyrants, just right up to Jesus' time. And so there was fear all the time. They feared mm. expressing themselves. They even had to make believe they're going along with the king just so they wouldn't get killed or punished. Mm. So the Essenes were always on the outskirts of the town, so we got these messages. And uh, various ones would go to them and would be taught. Jesus even Jesus at a very young age when, um, when it was time, he was he taken 
to the Holy of Holies of the things mm-hmm. to be uh, taught of the world that he would be walking into and um, healing. Um, and they uh, also worked with him with the wisdom of God mm-hmm. and God's spoken word. I have to say this to you from the very beginning of my own studies with Reiki energy healing. I have always seen myself sitting at the right side of the throne in heaven. And you wrote this, and Moses said to you, in these commandments know that you will have experienced them to know, to know them, in that you will be a healer sitting on my right side on thy kingdom in heaven, a healer of man's heart in the nights of darkness when things aren't going well, Accept not its darkness. Don't allow negativity into your thoughts. Know in heart and in spirit you are one with me in the I am. And it moved me so much because I have this feeling for so long. And until I read what you said, I didn't understand it. But when I was writing my second book, The Living Spirit, one of my mentors told me to use the title I Am. But I felt it would be a bit arrogant of me to do that now I understand he knew that my journey of faith and healing was my path to return to God and and it's very meaningful that I read that passage from Mm -hmm. Moses in your book so Mm -hmm. let's go on to as a medium and a seer and a clairvoyant a messenger of God and spirit as you are, and Bill, it has not always been easy for people to hear that we are able to connect to this higher realm of life and intelligence and to have intuitive messages to guide us uh, and let us know we are not alone. So why do you think so many are resistant to this truth? Um, I think uh, that a lot has to do with the environment. And, you know, the world sometimes appears very um, superficial. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people are reared for um, everything outside of themselves instead of within. You know, they, they, their daily lives, uh, they're so busy trying to get ahead and make a living um, that, you know, from the from the morning to the evening, um, it's like constant go. And we live in a world of chaos. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that um, that really takes a lot away from people. There's another thing too is <clears throat> religion. I I've shared some of these messages on the internet to prophecy sites and so on, and basically. Christianity has become a religion of fear. Yes, that is They so. fear to, to read these messages. They think they're from demons. And yeah. I tell them that when my wife receives, she receives love sent to her heart, which demons can't do. Demons can't send love. Right. And when she feels that overwhelming love, that's how she knows it's not a demon. Of course, you can see them, but sight is nothing. Uh, you know, but when you get that heart, love then you know it's it's real and so the christians 
don't know that, and they, the Bible really doesn't say how you tell. It says, watch out for people. Well, really, it, they have not learned that we all have this ability to connect the spirit and God. God's within us, and we are within the divine energy of God at all times. We're not really separate. This separation in all religions has caused a lot of confusion. But let me wrote, read what J.D. wrote, because it sort of makes clear what we're talking about here. God's prophets were scorned and laughed at from the beginning, and his prophets still are today. What is a prophet? One who carries God's messages to man. Some believe that anyone hearing or seeing anything that can't be seen by our earthly vision are possessed or influenced by darkness. Or we are told that uh, we have the Bible, so we don't need any visions or messages. This has been my experience also. The Jewish people had their own belief systems, and anything outside that was considered was blasphemy. I cannot persuade you, the religious, that this is not only possible today, but what God is indeed giving out the Spirit to many generously, and that the veils have been lifted. Yes, they have. There's many, many light bearers um, around the world. And um, and that's God's light, and all the light bearers are opening the doors and means and ways for people to find God within them, within their heart. Let me share something with you that you will, I think, love very much. Not too long ago, Ruth Anderson, a woman who has been on my show several times, uh, sent me an email, and she said in meditation she had uh, heard and felt that 500,000 light workers are being sent into the earth atmosphere to work with us now in these very challenging times to help. Mm-hmm. And I, I have done several readings, but this was the last one I did on April 30th, and I'd like our listeners to hear it, and I, I would like you to hear it. So there was a march across the valley through mountains, side by side, row after row, endless power and discipline to walk the world as the Jewish people walk through the Red Sea and desert to find God. We will help you triumph in light and be free. We begin with the children and lift them up to hold their own sense of goodness and help the elders be more aligned to their own innocence. We will fan and cool the rage and anger with miracles like the boy who lives after being thrown three flights in a mall in Minnesota. That was about a month ago. And the rabbi who with love blesses the woman who gave her life to save him so he could say the truth that the President of the United States gave his time and effort and blessings to help the Jewish people and to end hatred and return it to peace. The women and angels, like lifting a tree from a sprout to a giant timber, will encourage nurturing of women's rights and nature to provide the best of their life force so the planet can stand married to life, love, and new beginnings. 
The pain of relationship will be given up for more interactive processes and we will insist on equality for men and women, black and white, Jewish, Christian or Islam. We will insist on allowing groups to meet and find common ground. It is not a request, but a divine decree. So this is where we are hopefully going as we live through these very, very challenging times. Mm-hmm. So what is the uh, yeah. what is the common oh, theme that God wants us to find, and how to find our way back to Him? What is the common theme? Uh, well, He always speaks in the messages: love in heart, mm-hmm. love others as you would have them to love you, and <clears throat> a lot of times I do it; other people do it. They speak from the head mm. and, uh, you know, listen to politicians. Oh, no, not this again. And uh, and everybody's having a human experience. Yes. And what God wants is for each of us to have a personal relationship with him. But also, we have free will to be able to do what we want, but he wants it under, not under religion, but under his love. Yes, I think he wants it in compassion and love from within us to spread out to the world. If we would all do that, we would all make this bright light and connection, and a lot of the pain and war and disease and everything else would, I think, just go away. I think we would have heaven on earth if we could do that. Yeah. And I I think that's where we're heading because uh, we're, we're about to have earth changes. We are having them now. And uh, they speak of war and they speak of economic collapse and a bunch of other things. We're having it. It's here. Right. We will move through. We will have the help. And they do want us to survive and to find this connection personally to them. So I want to thank you, Julie Cross and William Johnson, authors of Book of Diaries, for your amazing messages from the ancient teachers, spiritual leaders, and prophets helping us to understand human development in relationship to the beginning establishment of the earliest patriarch religions and also a spiritual, intellectual, heart-based search for the superconscious ways to know the many dimensions and realities of our creative divine God force. To learn more about the universe and our continuing search for soul life and a return to higher life, go to Amazon.com to to purchase Book of Diaries. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, it has been a pleasure for me to speak with messengers and higher vibrational thinkers who align to spirit and fill their hearts and days in love, peace, and well-being and for accomplishing their unique soul mission to share the light from within to those who also wish to serve, learn, and explore in this life journey ways to know ourselves and all aspects of eternal life and purpose and just be as in the being. We have heard wondrous words in this book from beloved historical figures such as Abraham, Moses, Jesus, Archangel Michael, and others, and have discovered more about the mystical group of healers, the Essenes, in hopes of finding our own pathway forward. Julie wrote from a message from Samuel, 
a disciple of Jesus this beautiful passage. Many things were not written by the early Romans who started the Catholic faith. We do not endorse any religion, as these messages explain later, that religion has become like those religious church systems of man during Jesus' word. In over 2,000 years, man has again distorted or lost the meaning of what God intended. These words from God that I scribe only are to correct the record that he desires mankind to listen and heed. He demands nothing for himself. God only wants our heart, not the heady loftiness found in religious circles. He wants us to find him in our hearts and in love. Julie, William, and I would have you move past the fearful language and judgments in the written words of many of the religious institutions to find within your heart and soul a personal, eternal, deep abiding connection to universal creative source and God, and that suffering as well as joy will bring love and happiness as your choice. Choose well. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and read about leaders in the metaphysical areas of science, spirituality, energy medicine, psychology, religion, education, lore, and the arts, and music fields. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.